Welcome to the Great American Collectibles Show, heard Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on PSA.com and the PSA Facebook page. The Great American Collectibles Show is brought to you by PSA and the National Sports Collectors Convention. Tonight's headlines are brought to you by Sports Collectors Daily. For all of your hobby news, features, and more, visit sportscollectorsdaily.com. And now, your hosts, Tom Zappala and John Mallory. You know, I think I should have stayed in Florida. Are you a hologram? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I come here today... It's my first time back in the studio after three and a half months. You, so you weren't in the studio. This is your first time in the studio. No, with you. With me. Last week I was in with Rico. So really it's your first time in studio. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> hey, it's good to be back. Hey, man. nice to see you, man. see you too, man. You know, you've lost some weight. I, I feel good. Yeah. Well, you really haven't, but I'm trying I mean, to pay I you a compliment. Good. I, uh... <laughs> I mean, you look okay. I couldn't possibly feel as good as I look. What about me? No, you're all right. Looking all right. Derek, what where's you your tan? You don't even have like a tan or anything. Are you kidding me? Look at this. <laughs> Do I have to? I'm going to tell you something else. <laughs> I have no tan lines. I'd like, you to, I'd like you to prove that just, before the audience right now. I just want you to know that. Hey, <laughs> good to be back. Welcome to the Great American Collectible Show. Tom Zappler, my one of my dearest, closest friends, co-authors a lot of books with us. Yeah. Uh, Rico Petri- uh, John Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> nice that, to have you, Caught that pop-up. Uh, so we have a jam-packed show. First, our uh, headlines. This is just a little quickie for our friends at PSA. For the first time in history, PSA has graded and shipped over 1 million trading cards in a single month as it continues to work through a submission backlog that measured around 13 million cards around this time last year. The total was up 25% from February when PSA reported grading and shipping 802,694 <laughs> trading cards in a month containing three fewer days. Wow. In the first three months of this year, PSA says it has graded and shipped 2,783,000 cards, a 7.8% increase year over year from the same three months in 2021. For more information, you can go to Sport, read the whole article on Sports Collectors Daily. Our good friend Jeff Miller and the great staff at SportsCollectorsDaily.com. Everything you need to know about the hobby is right in that. Volume, volume, volume. All right, listen, we have a jam-packed show today like we always have. I'm going to get this out of your way because you're done with this. you got a lot of papers. First of all, we're going to bring in, and I, I did this against my better judgment. (laughs) <laughs> the reason being... Didn't know you had better judgment, Well, the but reason being, because when we had Provenzoli on, uh, my Provenzale? Provenzale. Provenzale. I had Provenzoli with oh a nice we had Provon. last we week, We had Provon. Rico and I had Provon last week. And he called me up and says, what? do me a favor, don't get Grady on anymore. I'm the guy. He's the guy. I'm the guy. Yeah. I that says, is so not true. I said, Mike, <laughs> I said, Michael, I can't do it. We got to bring Grady. Is like family. We got to bring him in. Right. So he's here with us, our good friend from Heritage Auction, the one, the only, Derek Grady. Doesn't have a baseball hat on. Looks a little disheveled. He looks good. You know, he looks like a busy guy. Yeah, I was out late last night. He looks like you he, don't, yeah, he looks like he was out That's not the narrative anymore night. about where I've been found drunk on the street. You know that's something, not... Mike said he told us what's going on. He told us you're in rehab, so no, we're not going to discuss <laughs> yeah, that anymore. Right. So, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> sensitive. Right. We're sensitive right. to that. All right, so Derek is going to be with us for the whole hour. Great to have Sounds you. Sounds like fun. We love you. 
And right now, we're going to bring in another guy that kind of gets what we're all about. Guess what we're all about. We had him on a couple weeks what, ago. What, what are we all about? I don't know. We're still asking. <laughs> uh, Jeff Marin from Rockhurst Auctions. Jeff uh, is like, this is at the pinnacle of his auction. Jeff, how are you, brother? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're going to let you run with it because this is a big auction for you. Uh, I see some Elvis sign behind you. See that Elvis oh, that was sign? awesome. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's actually a billboard. Yeah. Is it really? Look at that. Yeah. I got to ask you a question before we, we, before we, make, uh, uh, before we, we get into this. Did Elvis, in fact, fall off of his toilet seat when he died? He, uh, oh, he even, did die in the upstairs Even your grandson's house. embarrassed at that question. I'm just asking a question. I thought he was still alive. I just saw him pumping gas at this gas station in New Jersey. Is that still not? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Now, there's a history between Grady and Marin. There's a little history there. You guys want yeah, to talk about that history? Yeah, what is that history? Yeah, well, we, we had it in the early 90s. Yeah, we had six bouts in the welterweight division <laughs> careers. Uh, we split them, you know, so um, we won't get into the bad calls in those fights. Yeah. We, now, worked we worked together in an auction company um, in, the, in the 2000s, the beginning of the 2000s to like 2007. And Jeff was uh, designed the catalogs. And, and to be honest, they're, the way he designed the catalogs are the way a lot of people mimic uh, what he did, uh, to be honest. So Jeff is Very brilliant cool. at laying out catalogs and, you know, so I have to give him all the credit in the world. I think a lot of the, the auction companies have taken that from what he did. So Very cool. I'm happy to see that he has his own, he has his own auction company now and doing well. Jeff, why don't you tell us about the auction? When it's, when's it, when's it over? Tell us what the highlights are. Yeah, it's uh, the bidding's open now at rockhurstauctions.com and it ends this Saturday, April 30th. Um, so we've got a really nice selection of, you know, probably close to 200 lots of, uh, tops and Bowman cards and other sports memorabilia autographs. Uh, of course, a big selection of rock and roll and Elvis memorabilia. Elvis is one of our specialties. I ran Graceland auctions down in Memphis for five years prior to opening my own firm. Uh, but the, the baseball cards are really exciting, um, collections this time. Cause we've got a, basically a 54 to 75 tops and Bowman set run from two different collections that are both fresh to the hobby. Um, half of that is from a guy in Texas, took it all out of packs when he was a kid. And it's just coming into the hobby for the first time. They're brand new, fresh grades in the sets. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And then there's another collection that was put together in the eighties and uh, early nineties before grading um, mid sixties to mid seventies sets. So that's pretty exciting. A lot of nice cards came out of that line. A lot of nice sets, especially. Now, at, did you mention Texas? Because one of my guys lost that collection to you since da- you know, that's where our headquarters is it was <laughs> down the street from uh, heritage. I'm not, and- I'm not sure where your headquarters is, but it was some, uh, <laughs> 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 it wasn't that close to you. Texas is a big state. Yeah. Yeah. No, no kidding. Yeah. I know. I figured that out when I tried to fly in. So, um, and then I decided to drive home. So, uh, no, but it's, it, it is a great collection to see. And Derek, you know how great this is when stuff comes into the hobby for the first yeah, time for and sure. touched or seen. Yeah. It's fun. It's just great to break down the collections and, and, you know, I'm sitting there with a guy who's now in his seventies and he's the one who opened the packs when he was between That's seven really cool. and years Very old. Cool. So it's, it's kind of cool. nice and it doesn't happen uh, that often, but it's, it's really cool. Um, so yeah, and there, there's some other great stuff in the auction card wise. We have a nice 49 Bowman collection with a Jackson, uh, Jackie Robinson, excuse me. And then for that more modern collector, we've got a, you know, we've got a few, like we've got an Ovechkin rookie 
in a uh, Beckett 9.5. I've got a 2000 Autographics Tom Brady um, in a PSA 7, PSA DNA Mint 9. And there's autographs, hundreds of autographs, uh, autographed baseballs and flats. And then, of course, the rock and roll stuff. Um, like I said, there's a specialty in rock and roll and Elvis with us. So we've got uh, a really nice selection of Elvis's personally owned uh, jewelry, clothing, uh, you know. Very cool. That's cool. Jeff, you, you have a jacket worn by Paul McCartney. Can yes, you talk about yeah, that we've a got little a few bit? Beatles pieces. Yeah, the, you have the some really good Beatles pieces. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a really nice autograph of all four of them in 1962, right after their new drummer, Ringo Starr, joined the band. My girls spent some time with them at a bar at a little, you know, after they played a little theater, they were the first on the bill of like six bands. So it's a really early autograph. And the jacket you mentioned is great. Came to the marketplace a few years ago, but it was worn by McCartney uh, for a show in 1963. And then he signed an autograph for one of the drivers, getting them to and from the show, and then gave the guy the autograph and forgot the jacket in the car. So Very it's cool. uh, it's great. And there's Man. photos of him on TV, uh, British TV wearing the jacket and and on stage with it. So it's a, it's a pretty cool piece. Wow. Hey, Jeff, before we let you go, uh, you know, you guys, and I'm, I'm being, you know, serious, Mr. Grady, for once. Um, it's good to see, you know, this hobby, and we talk about this a lot, you guys are competitors, but it's almost like there's a fraternity in this hobby among uh, all of you guys, dealers, auction houses, you guys are all friendly competitors with each other. And I tell you what, man, that is very cool to see. Just want you guys to know that. Yeah, it's not that big a group. You know, it's it's really yeah. only, you know, it's probably less than 100 people, you know, working at our level. So and we've all known each other for decades. Right. And yeah, you, it's competitive. And we, we beat, try and beat each other out on stuff. Of course. But like I say, all boats rise in a high tide. So you like to see everything do well that comes to market, even if you're not handling it. Very cool. Yeah, and I, I will be checking out. I mean, there's so many different auctions and auction companies and you know i try and support all my friends and um you know i gotta go <laughs> i keep <laughs> i know with jeff i was screwing up with my passwords and everything like that and he had to email me and then i crap <laughs> and i forget i've done that a few times <laughs> you know i'm gonna go in and check out his auction because I, I he truly is one of the good guys and does it the right way and um i'm definitely you know, whatever my name endorsing an auction means, I, I definitely, you know, you guys should check out his auction. Jeff, your website? It's rockhurstauctions.com. Very simple. All right, kid, listen, we wish you the best. Good luck with the auction. And please, guys, the uh, this show, this uh, auction ends tomorrow night, which is because we're, we're broadcasting on Friday. Yep. On oh, Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm losing it, man. You know, I'm so night. confused. We're Saturday. Because of, didn't of, get the, change. Right. Because of the change. <laughs> Saturday night. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah. Anyway, it ends on Saturday. Saturday night, April 30th. Thank you. There you go. All right, Jeff. Take care. Okay. Uh, you know something? He's a good guy, Jeff. He's a great yeah, guy. He yeah, very good. And, and he I, does, what he, I said is is 100% true. And, and I think you guys have noticed you know, a lot of catalogs have come from his design and the way he's laid them out. And, you know, we emulate that. No, that's know, good. And I tell you what, them. there are some amazing catalogs. And you're right. All the catalogs, they have that same feel to them. Yeah. But one, I mean, they just are all great. All great. I think our, you know, in our Platinum Night catalog, that was something, you know, that was, uh, I believe it was Chris's idea, um, you know, to do the lenticular cover, yeah. with the 3D cover. Yeah. And there is not a show where we give those out where very there's cool. anything left. I think people the, uh... take them. And I, I believe, you know, other than now everything's online, so I got rid of my old catalogs because they just take up too much room. But I mean, those are 
all those old catalogs, whether it was Leland's before in the nineties when Josh did them, right? Yeah. There's just a history lesson. And when you look back at some of the stuff that was in those catalogs, well, it is amazing. Derek, you know who had a pretty good catalog? And then I'll talk about the show going forward. But you know who had a, and I, you know, I know his, his persona non grata, but in the early days, Mastro had a pretty cool catalog too. Well, Jeff's the one that designed them. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I did not realize that. Very you put two and two together. Congratulations. You got <laughs> I did not realize that's that. That's a first. That's a first. Don't you guys find, though, I think one of the unique things about, and obviously Heritage has a lot of great non-sports <clears throat> stuff as well oh, on yeah. your site. And a lot of places do. But the music thing, the music and sports connection thing, I mean, I hang out with all sports fans, and they're also big music fans. Absolutely. I think there's yeah. a lot of lot of cross-pollination there with Very sports cool. and music fans. 100%. Like that if work. I yeah. could get, if, if I had that in front of me and there was more rock and roll shows, I mean, I am a diehard Led Zeppelin fan. Oh, yeah. oh, I think they're man. the greatest rock and roll band of all time. Yeah, not a close second. I would easily now, of course, I'm ready to start getting into it now. Rock and roll autographs have exploded, right? Right. But you could easily, I mean, yes, there's a lot to your point. It runs in the same circles. Most I agree. sports I fans agree. are passionate about rock and roll. Yep. And there is some really cool memorabilia out there. I mean, Heritage Entertainment Sales. Yeah. You know, we have that stuff and more than ever, now that we have Joe Madeleine on our team from Profiles in History, the yep. company he owned, now he's at Heritage and our sales have just well, gotten Well, listen, <clears throat> for our viewers and audience, our producer here, Chrissy Cunningham, is uh, she's on the verge of breaking out big time uh, in the rock and roll industry. You know, it would be, so be great if you saw her live. If wait, you, wait, hey, if you would like her <laughs> autograph... Send twenty nine ninety five to ATS Communications, <laughs> and we will certainly care, uh, care of John, who went to a couple shows. Yeah, John. Wait, what's she Chrissy's got a what beautiful. Does she play? What does she she's, do? She's a vocalist. She's, she's a vocalist. Very good. Maybe very next good. time, okay. Chrissy, I'll come up and do a song with you. There you go. Oh, I was going to say. Hey, I just want backstage passes. You know, in case you're playing with Motley Crue or something. Well, that's they, my sister. That's my sister. I mean, you, I know you, they're sacred to you. You, Derek, you want to deal? Yeah. You want to deal with my sister in that? <laughs> we did a Zeppelin medley actually on our last gig. Last did you really? Did you really? We really? They did, did do yeah. a Zeppelin. Yeah. I listen. Uh, which is which is daring, by the way. It is. But they pulled it very off. daring. Uh, yeah. A little later on, by the way, a little later on the show, we have Bob Broadwater from Collectibles Insurance coming on with us. You've got to have your, your collections insured. If you don't, then you're, you're playing with fire. And then uh, Scotty Russell from the Collector Connection may be joining us later on. But on a very serious note, uh, we don't often, uh, myself, JM, and Rico don't often do this, but uh, somebody brought this to my attention from one of, uh, one of several groups that follow us. Uh, there's a gentleman out in Wisconsin. His name is Eric Michaelius. Uh, Eric is a collector, a young collector in his 30s, 30-something. 30 uh, some of you may have seen this because a lot of people have sent this to us. And on uh, April 18th, um, he lost his wife, who was also in her, I think she was 37. His wife passed away from cancer, mm. leaving Eric and their two boys, ages 8 and 5. Eric has a wonderful collection of signed baseball cards of modern players that he gets personally, God personally, because he's out in Wisconsin, and he spent some time in Arizona. Yep. So he would go out to their spring training and just get signed cards, uh, uh, and you're going to you're seeing some of them uh, on on the on the site right now. And to be honest with you, he wants to sell his collection so that uh, he can help pay for his wife's funeral. Mm. Uh, so 
Uh, and maybe put away some money for kids for, for his school kids and for everything. College, college later yeah. on. Right. So he's looking to liquidate his collection. <clears throat> uh, you can email him, and we'll post the uh, email address. And there's also a GoFundMe page that has been set up uh, for Eric and his two boys, which you it's, it's also posted. Uh, so if you'd like to make a contribution uh, to help him, uh, please do. Our condolences. I spoke to him. Yeah. Uh, he also has a Facebook page. Yeah. You can and, go you and know, friend him and send him a message if you want. So, you know, yeah, and, you know right. uh, we had a nice conversation. What do you say to someone that just lost his wife? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I, I sent him the condolences of everyone. So young. So whatever you can do to help him out. He did tell me that he has been, um, it's, 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 he's been overwhelmed from um, the response that he has gotten. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he said uh, people have been sending him money and just said, send me one card. Yeah. He said, for, for way more than the card is worth. Well, like you, know? you said, to uh, when Jeff and, and uh, Derek were both on, the collectibles community is a pretty tight-knit yeah. community. So hopefully by getting this out there, whether it's fans of the show, viewers, listeners, or people in the business, do what you can to help out a family. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Grady is in the house. We are going to pepper him. We're peppering you with questions today. <laughs> peppering. <laughs> nothing yeah, is he, off limits. He looks, he looks really uh, nothing, nervous. Nothing's uh, off limits? Nothing's okay. off limits. And with the That's first scary. thing we're going to talk about is Mallory has a question to you about a steel cage match that we heard. Hang in there. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions, here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. Since 1996, Brian Drent and the staff at Denver's Mile High Card Company have led the charge in the collectibles hobby. Mile High is a full-service dealer specializing in buying and selling cards and offers a competitive consignment program for all collectors. Whether it be their computerized want list service, appraisals, or auction services, Mile High has it all. If you've been searching for a company with a selection of high-grade vintage 1888 to 1970 baseball cards and memorabilia that shares your passion, aim high, mile high. Go to milehighcardco.com or call 303-840-2784 for more information. How would you like to own the bat that was used by your favorite player when he hit that towering home run or game-winning base hit? Now look no further than JT Sports. 
specializing in the sale and authentication of professional game used bats. As the official authenticators of professional model game used bats for PSA DNA, JT Sports will guarantee the authenticity of any bat purchased from them. JT Sports also buys and sells game-worn uniforms, gloves, and baseball equipment. The unique quality of the collectible is what JT Sports is all about. Give them a call at 609-487-8003 or check them out at GameUseBats.com. Pristine Auction is a family-owned and operated online auction specializing in autographed memorabilia, sports cards, coins, art, and collectibles. Since their founding in 2010, they've grown to two facilities in Phoenix, Arizona, totaling over 60,000 square feet. Jared Cavalli and an incredible staff of over 150 team members serve a very large customer base and enjoy every minute of it. By working with leading authentication companies, Pristine ensures all items are 100% authentic. In addition, third-party authenticators regularly travel to Pristine Auction to provide authentication services on-site. Pristine Auction strives to operate its business in a way that's honoring to God, their families, and their customers. With a strong focus on speed, quality, and premier customer service, their mission is to be the leading online auction for every level of collector and fan. Pristine also works for Hope Sports and Identity Hoops International, traveling to Mexico to build houses for the less fortunate. Pristine Auction offers several online auction formats with thousands of auctions ending each day. For more information, go to pristineauction.com. That's Pristine Auction, the best in the business. Okay, before we talk to Grady about his steel cage match, which I don't know anything about. You guys have been talking about it. Let's bring in our good friend Scott Russell from the Collector Connection. Scott, how you know? Look at the difference between Grady's office and Scott's office. Right. Scott is a Grady has employees. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's a good point. That's, That's a true. very good point. That's true. <laughs> Scott, you've got a you've got a blockbuster going, man. You you're on a roll. Tell us about it. <clears throat> Uh, well, I normally don't actually bring them to show, but I just got these out of the safe for you guys. Oh, oh, oh. Satchel Page, Satch. that's the 48 Satchel Leaf. Page, the 48 Leaf short print in three. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Beautiful. And, and, and a sharp three for that. It does have a little printer schmutz, which are, the glare is making it hard to see, which is the main problem. And typical centering. Nothing wrong with and schmutz. Then, you know, hard. Lift it up just a little bit. Familiar with. Oh, I know that cut. Yeah, <laughs> man. Grady was supposed and to get me one for Christmas, never did. Well, uh, well, here's your chance. Make it up to him. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a low grade one, but it's gorgeous centering for that card. Yeah, Actually, that is that's a nice looking card. Scotty, did you get? Uh, a, you got some, the two heavy hitters in the auction. You got some tremendous leaf cards there. The forty eight. Was that from one source, or how did how did yeah, those come it's about? Actually, a gentleman whose father had passed. Uh, he was actually a general in the army, and it's his childhood collection from forty eight all the way up to the late sixties. Yeah, and he's got complete or near complete sets of everything. And he had a ton of the leaf short prints. Wow. Uh, which is, you know, as we all know, pretty unusual. Yeah. There's some great names. Uh, in this. So you've got some Ted Williams stuff for Clemente, uh, Bob Gibson. Hey, question for you. I know mm -hmm. we've talked before recently, but I think there's been a little bit of a rise in interest in Clemente uh, in the hobby. What about, what about Bob Gibson? We don't, talk about him a lot or enough what's his place his, his in the rookie, hobby his rookie is huge but yeah. really once you get past that they don't do 
like that higher level, like Kofax level or right. Clemente level. Yeah. You know, where those guys, all their cards command big bucks. You know, you know we've talked about that. I'm surprised because yeah, he has, he's got that. that mythical quality about him too, like Kofax does. I mean, he yeah. wasn't as nice a guy as Kofax. We know that on the Hill. <laughs> so maybe that works against him, but it seems to me that he should have a higher place in interest. I you agree. Know? I agree. Yeah, Agreed. and, 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 and great World Series history, too. Which yeah, is, right. You know something? I mean, big deal. I'm going to throw this out to both of you guys. So, you know, John's making a good point about Bob Gibson. It's almost like, I, I guess I'm going to ask the question, you can take guys like Gibson, take guys like Al Kaline, yep. uh, take guys like uh, Ernie Banks. Yep. Are they almost at the point where their cards are not going to become any more valuable because it's kind of passed them by, or is there still potential for them to continue to, to go up? No, there's definitely well, potential for them to go up. There's a hundred percent because when Mantle, Clemente, Aaron, Mays, Kofax get overpriced, people start to love, well, they should be to Mallory's point, which he made a good one. Gibson's undervalued. It's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. Yeah. One of the most feared pitchers of all time. Why is it only his rookie card that people really chase? Now, I know the 1960 and nine or whatever, but I think the point is eights and sevens are still very affordable on Bob Gibson throughout his career. And he's one of the greatest of all time. Al Kaline, Brooks Robinson. Same thing. Lots of other star cards that other than the rookie card, there's still plenty of value there. And, and I think when, and the other thing too is, is once you get your mantles and your errands and your Clementes, why aren't you collecting these other guys that were legendary good point. in the game? Scott? So. Oh, and the other thing too, I, and I agree with what Grady's saying. I do think there's, or Derek, sorry. That's okay. Call uh, me either. You call him Grady. With a, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, the potential for growth on them is we saw a really surprising thing when Hank Aaron died. I mean, deaths have always affected autograph values because yep. now they're finite. Yep. But we saw this weird, huge jump in, in card values when Hank Aaron died. And then that kind of bled over to uh, Clemente yes. and, you know, it, and even Jackie, it was like all of a sudden people became aware of the early black players again, for some strange reason when Hank died. Well, polit- politics has also had a part in it with black lives matter and, you know, with Jackie, really, I mean, you remember when his rookie cards, they that is not a short print in the Leaf series. 49 no. and 48 Leaf, they are out there. Yeah. I'm yep. now pricing I, up cards for our weekly sales. I couldn't believe what even like a Jackie 49 Bowman and a one goes for. I agree hundred okay. percent. Yeah. And I yeah. honestly believe that the whole social consciousness movement movement of the last year or two I agree. has has shined the light not only on Jackie Robinson who's the trailblazer of all trailblazers when you talk about sports and culture but also Clemente who had a tremendous yeah. social consciousness about him oh. you know and, and so Aaron because of the controversy of and Hank Aaron with what truth would point everything he went through exactly and hopefully, 100% hopefully we see the negro leagues get more respect and I, I agree mean, incredible players yep. that couldn't play yep in the major leagues, how many major league records would have been other people if yeah. they well, could have I mean, played? And then you get the guys who had a cup of coffee in the majors who we treat them like commons, like Ray Noble. Good point. You know, Good point. These were all-time great players who didn't get a chance until they were 32-33. And as yeah. a catcher at 32-33, what were you really going to do? And, and and Satchel Page cards have gone for, I mean, not just 48 Leaf, his 53 tops card. Yeah. Lots oh, of Satchel. You know? huge. Yeah, they're, those cards have increased in value, so that's good to see the respect they deserve to get those cards 
to your point, Clemente, you know, I was happy to see Minoso get in the Hall of Fame. Yep. I'm happy that they're going back and doing the right thing and putting more guys in the Hall of Fame, but also their trading cards. And sometimes you can't even get a trading card to some of the guys, but the the um, the Cuban League, the Puerto yeah. Rican sticker, you know, the Cuban the famers, the yeah. And also some of the photos where they Very have old cool. photos where people, you know, get the Negro League Hall of Famers. Um, you know, it's it's great. People, well, that, that market's heating up too. And to the point, I mean, look, all markets right now, this is the best time it's ever. It's red hot. It's if red you hot. you have a collection, and you, I don't know what you would have had to buy other than if you just bought like 89 Tops Baseball or 90 Donner <laughs> Baseball or something. Anything else you bought, you were making money on, okay, Good that you point. put away. I mean, the market. And you're even losing money. less on the 89 Tops. <laughs> yeah, you're even losing less on the junk wax. Yeah. Hey, Scotty, what's your uh, website address? TheCollectorConnection.com. And when is the auction end? Uh, May 1st, Sunday, May 1st. Sunday, May 1st. Listen, we wish you the best. Glad, uh, we love when you come on. You kind of get it. You know, you know what we're all about. So uh, that's yep. it. And, yeah, there's, and there's you know, all those great 20 and $30 cards in there for everybody, too. So. There you go. Hey, get and get your office, you know, get some staff there. We <laughs> <laughs> do have some, but I seem to get, my office team tends to be the ugliest. <laughs> all right, Scott, thanks <laughs> a lot. Line up, so. <laughs> Scott Rushlow from the Collected Connection. Okay, he uh, he's a good guy, Scotty, huh? Scotty's the best. They yeah, have some great uh, NBA stuff in that auction, too. Some bird, magic. Good man. Good, good man. stuff, yeah. All right, listen, uh, you mentioned something about Grady. and <laughs> uh, what, is, what the hell is this all about? I just wanted to know. Um, and Don't blow it. No, I'm just not going to blow it. I just, no, I was talking to my grandson. Oh, I thought you meant him. That's the no, worst you thing you can do. We're both Johns. I know. That. So, yeah. So, Derek, if you could have a steel cage match with anybody, who would it be? You mean other than, other than Golden? <laughs> other than <Kenny? laughs> no, we actually get along. Um, I think that would sell out at the National. Oh, there's no, no. Uh, you and Golden at the National on the Burkus stage, a steel cage match. That would be awesome. Gold. That's Absolute no gold. Barred. I gold. Would, I mean, gold. I would announce her to do my best gorilla monsoon. Also, okay. I would do there that. you go. Yeah, but no, I think it would be uh, if I had to pick one person, it'd be Putin. <laughs> you know, you can't go invade sovereign nations and just go just start killing people. It's just not. It's not cool. I don't care what party you're in. Like we're past this. So you know, I'm making the challenge to Vladimir. This isn't gonna. I, I heard he's a listener. Can we put this together? He's a listener. Can we put Grady against Putin? This could be a pay per view. I would or a pay per view for Putin. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. You know what mine I mean, would be? Uh, Marie Osmond. <laughs> Never liked her. What? <laughs> you're crazy. You know, what the hell? You guys yeah. are both serious. Just, Marie Osmond, you're going to fight a woman now. Okay, just, great. Well, that's... All right, listen, like let's get down to some... Always rub me the wrong. Wouldn't hurt Donnie, but Marie... No? I, God help me. <laughs> all right, listen. That's first of all, let's, let's talk about heritage years. auctions. Can we talk about heritage? What do you get going? You got all kinds of stuff going. Let's hear well, it. You know, currently we have our, you know, a big May catalog online right now. I think there's over 4,600 lots, May 12th to the 14th, you know, starting with 19th century stuff, you know, in cards going the whole way through, you know, uh, modern stuff and then memorabilia. You know, it, it's a loaded auction. Um, we've got the Patrick Waugh collection in there from his personal collection, Ronnie Lott's collection, Joe Gargiola, some stuff from him, you know, with more Gargiola stuff to come up in the July auction. 
it's uh you know it's it's yeah, Michael Jordan photo match last you know a jersey from the last dance you know photo matched graded a 10 lots of oh Super Bowl rings we got a huge Super Bowl ring collection that we've split up over a few a few auctions uh, as far as the memorabilia goes I'm in cards you know the same the usual suspects breaking up a lot of high-end sets registry sets wax boxes you know nothing we usually don't miss hey you know, Derek can you auction. can you talk a little more about the Super Bowl ring collection when I was on a couple of weeks I think we had Provon Mike Provenzal he mentioned it a little bit but uh, you're getting them from former players collectors no, how a, are you getting a, those it was a it was a real collector that, you know, that just a, a true collector. Yep. And he didn't just want, he wanted player rings. Yep. I believe. And, you know, he was, I believe he was a local guy somewhere in Texas. And um, he wanted player rings. He wanted the, the you know, the, you know how there's A rings, B rings. Yes. I, I, you know, so he wanted player rings and some are more significant players that were yep. really good. And some were, you know, uh, just players that got a ring, but he tried to get the best ones he could. And, he got one. I forget what year they went up to, but it's a really impressive collection. And we were debating how we were going to run it. And I thought, you know, what we try and do at Heritage is run it the way we would sell our own personal collections. And that's break it up and maximize. And if you put 50 rings all in one sale, right? you know, you don't know if that's going to bring more people in. I think, and you know, what I told our guys was, hey, I think 15 Super Bowl rings in one sale is a huge amount of rings. So we're going to have those over the, over the rest of the year. How and, do you uh, um how do you go about valuing those? Is it the the Super Bowl that was from the player, the look of know, the ring? Really how do you is. do that? So so basically, what it is is it's comps. You know, just like anything, we go back through and and get an idea. First of all, the player matters. If it's yeah. a Hall of Fame player, you can add sure five figures to it. Yeah. But there's also tougher rings and other rings that you don't see that much of. Some of the modern rings are tougher to find than some of the older ones. Um, but it's. We, we, we've sold probably just about every ring. So we have a comp. Um, it might not be dead accurate. You know, um, we try and be conservative. A lot of times stuff goes over estimate, but that's how we, but yeah, definitely the, the rarity of how many rings are out there for sure. Right. The player, obviously, um, the bigger, the player, the, you know, you can get into six figures. Hey, Derek, you've been in this business for a long time. What is the single most impressive piece that you've ever held in your hand? You know, as a professional grader, I, you know, I, you know, I could go back to a lot of one of one 19th century stuff, but I would, I would say, you know, the Wagner's, the Baltimore news roofs. And then as far as working, so as a grader, that stuff is, you know, that doesn't get old. Um, as far as an auction company, you know, a, a great, you know, when you're holding a bat graded a 10 that Ruth used at a home run or Ty yeah, Cobb that's, used, that's going to be that's something. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's something. pretty cool. That's when neat. I have, you know, yeah, you know, Clemente Aaron Mays items, you know, Mays gloves or yeah. a jersey or those things it, that they touched, those things that they actually yeah. had. Oh, so the DNA is on right? Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Jackie I mean, Robinson even and this, this is this is a broad comparison, but when I went to Nashville a couple of years ago, I went to Tootsie's, which is the old, it's a big purple yeah. two level bar. And it just felt like there were a lot of great bars in Nashville, but to go yeah. where Elvis walked and where yeah. Willie it's Nelson the DNA. performed, it's, it's like you're sitting in a chair that Elvis might have sat Absolutely. in. You're walking on a floor that Elvis, it's just different. You know, it's different. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, I can, I, 
I'm around it so much at Heritage. It's it's hard to we bring in, you know, whether it's a Mantle jersey, a DiMaggio jersey, May, you know, I think jerseys are super impressive. Um, yeah. You know, I think bats are too. When you think that's their weapon, they used right. Yeah, cool. Even a Brady jersey, the way he, you know, it's like, you know, pretty much. I don't know. I know we've sold a Ruth jersey early on at Heritage. I don't know that I held that one in my hand, but pretty much everything else, I've, I've stopped and looked or held or you know, it's really cool. Our, our national display, people come up to us at the national because we have one of the biggest displays in the national with, you know, four or five guards, and it looks like a museum. Yeah. People come up and ask to take pictures all the time. It's very cool. Yeah. All right, listen, we are chatting with Derek Grady. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Grady's with us till the end of the show. We're going to bring Bob Broadwater from Collectibles Insurance. Yep. You know, Grady's talking about this memorabilia. If it's not insured, you're, you're playing with fire. 100%. Then at the very end of the show, we're going to bring in a special little guest because <laughs> this is what it's all about. This is the future of the hobby. Hang in there. We'll be right back. If you're a discerning collector interested in owning the most important pieces in the hobby, look no further than Leland's Auctions. The original sports auction and appraisal house, Leland's was established in 1985 by legendary pioneer founder Joshua Leland Evans. And today, President Mike Hefner carries on the tradition. From the Tom Brady card and memorabilia collection to the famed Boston Garden Auction to high-end card auctions from every major sport. Leland's has always maintained the highest standards. Go to Leland's.com and get your bid in. That's Leland's, the hobby's leading sports auction house for four decades. This is Brian Drent, president of Mile High Card Company. Is your sports card and memorabilia collection properly insured? For easily replaced personal property, homeowner's insurance is all most people need. But for prized possessions that you may have spent a lifetime collecting, it doesn't go nearly far enough. Collectibles Insurance Services has been insuring for over 50 years. They offer a full range of protection and a $0 deductible at an affordable rate with no appraisals required. I know because they insure my collection. If you have a minute, go to collectinsure.com and learn more about insuring your personal card or memorabilia collection. It's often been said that championships are won on the practice field and world records come only to those willing to work harder than everybody else. Heritage Auctions is the world's largest collectibles auctioneer because we believe that becoming the best is only an invitation to the challenge of remaining the best. This requires the skills of the hobby's top experts, capable of identifying and maximizing value for our consigners. It requires the most visited website in the industry, courting a global audience of collectors over a million and a half strong. It requires a dedicated press department that expands our global reach far beyond the entrenched hobby marketplace. It's hard work, but a simple premise. Present the finest collectibles to the largest population of potential buyers, and world records will come. We invite all listeners to put the unmatched power of Heritage Auctions to work for you. Auction evaluations are always free, and our commission-based fee structure ensures that our interests are always aligned. The highest possible price for your collectibles. There will always be new world records to chase, so let's chase them together. Visit our website at ha.com and request your no-obligation review today. 
Hi, this is Dan from Memory Lane Auctions here to remind you that the renowned Memory Lane Collectibles Company has served as a beacon of light to the collecting community for the past several decades. Indeed, folks, it has been our utmost privilege and pleasure to provide the most enthusiastic collectors with an abundance of the finest sports cards and memorabilia for America's most coveted sports personalities via our world-class auctions. Whether you choose either a private sale transaction or the auction route, Memory Lane cordially invites you to reach out to us to maximize the value of your prized possessions. Also, it is not just sales that we pride ourselves on being the best of the rest, because if you are seeking a particular keepsake for your esteemed gathering, we will be relentless in our quest to find that special piece to fulfill your collecting dreams. So no time to wait. Reach out to us today for the purposes of capitalizing on our unparalleled marketing capabilities. Simply pick up the phone and dial 877-606-5263. That's 877-606-LANE. Or find us on the World Wide Web at www.memorylaneinc.com. Now is the time for your valued consignment to ultimately become another one of Memory Lane's record-setting prices. With so many fakes out there, it's hard to figure out if the sneakers you want are real. But when you buy eligible sneakers on eBay, you can be confident they're genuine because every pair goes through a meticulous authentication process. Introducing eBay Authenticity Guarantee. First, the sneakers you've purchased are inspected by a team of professional authenticators who carefully examine the shoes, including color, pattern, logos, and materials. Then they're measured and compared to the eBay listing to make sure they match. Even the laces, accessories, and box are checked. Once your sneakers are verified, they receive an authenticity tag, and every tag is NFC-enabled so you can see the detailed specs. eBay Authenticity Guarantee. No fakes, no fraud, no doubt. And Zap eBay is the place to go for all of your memorabilia, sports or non-sports cards, autographs, and much more. Whether it's a gift for that special someone or you just want to add to your collection, eBay's huge marketplace should be your first stop. And if you sell, now's the time to flip your cards and get some extra cash. I shop on eBay all the time. That's eBay, connecting buyers and sellers. Globally. You know, Grady, not for nothing, but I think it would be a nice gesture in your part to buy me something for my birthday uh, in June uh, on eBay. Anything will do. I'll take anything. Well, that leaves you a lot of space there, Derek. I think you can buy him something really nice. I mean, should, I, should I really buy him horrible. something like he gives out to the viewers for yeah. the contest? Right. <laughs> you know, that's $3 a lot. Items, $2 that, items. Speaking of which, like we that, have that, signed uh, Rico Petroselli today. Oh, wow. How do we get these? Where do, how do we get access? I don't to, know. Those are very rare. Unbelievable. Right, you know something? Rico, let's, okay. Yeah. I don't want to discuss it. All right. I actually I turn them over now and use it as paper in my printer. That's how... That's terrible. I don't know how we get access oh, to Rico geez. so much. I love know? Rico. I love Tom, Rico too. Tom, in all honesty, your books are really good. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it's an that. education for the hobby and giving away some of those. You know, you know it, it's maybe. pretty cool. Okay, you know That's what we're going to do? He's going to buy do. you one of our books. I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, you know, we're going to bring Bob in in about two seconds, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Because we've been talking about this, you have been not part of the conversation. <laughs> I prefer to not. Uh, be part starting of the in the next couple of weeks, we are going to be. A lot of people have asked, "How can I buy your books?" And we're trying to like 
kind of keep it separate. But we're going to have some books here, and we're going to tell you how you can buy them. Plus, why would we keep it? Separate? Oh, you don't have the Great American. Yeah, I know exactly. No, but He's you don't have the marketing. T-shirt. I do have the T-shirt. I'm not wearing it. We today. are also going to be selling Great American Collectibles T-shirts uh, in the near okay. future. We're going to have some made. Uh, we have a double XL for you, Grady. No problem. <laughs> I'm still XL, but I'll tell you that as much as I travel, it's it. I really uh, eat like you know. What we should do. We should make. Grady special dress shirts that the, like the first four buttons are gone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, all right. Let's bring Eight in our guest. Yeah. It starts right. It starts right at the abdomen. There is nothing more important than having. If you're going to collect, you got to have it insured. If you don't have it insured, as I say, you're playing with fire. So literally, right now, sometimes. Oh yeah, no, it's ridiculous. So let's bring in our special guest, who's been on many times, really knows what he's talking about. Bob Broadwater from Collectibles Insurance Services. Bob, how are you, bud? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good. Hey, Bob. Tell us about Collectibles Insurance Services, what it's all about. Absolutely. We've been around for 60 years with agents who specialize in understanding the value of your collection, um, talking to folks, how they acquired it, and then working with individuals to, to discuss how best to protect um, those assets with adequate insurance. Um so we have those agents standing by and ready to talk about those things. And we specialize in collecting, in insuring all types of collection, sports memorabilia, one of our fastest growing segments, that trading cards. We protect against fire, theft damage, shipping damage, uh, transit, should you lose it when, when traveling to and from a show, for example. Uh, we offer coverage uh, for those types of losses. Hey, Bob, do you work with or follow people like Derek Grady or, you know, auction houses like Heritage to learn more mm -hmm. about how to value a particular collection? I don't know if you're a collector yourself, or if you have any background in that, but you sort of mm -hmm. have to have some knowledge of, of sports cards or art or whatever you're protecting. Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely am. Absolutely. am a collector as well. Okay. We, um, we do follow Heritage Auctions and, and some of the others you named. This product we offer is a market value policy, which means, as we all know, we may have acquired items years ago. They're worth a lot more today than they were then. This policy, as long as you have an adequate limit, keeps up with those increased valuations, uh, which is really the, the attractive part of it, because you'll get paid out for what that would be would cost today to so replace. How is that determined, Bob? How, how, do, how do I determine the value to you of my collection? Um, and when we initially issue the policy, we rely on the customer to provide us those valuations. Um, for some of the larger value items, we do independent checks at various auction houses, using, using various online price guides. Uh, we do a couple of sanity checks to make sure that's a close approximate value. And should there be a loss, we go through the same exercise. We rely on much of the much of the the areas you talk to and the people you talk to, their services for providing um, what those values currently are in the market based on the the grading of something, et cetera. So we go to all those sites to assess that. Derek, Let I me mean, ask I'm, you a question. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, Derek, yeah, jump ahead. in, yeah, yeah, because I think it's important because somebody that's mm -hmm. collected lifelong and when you try, and I think you probably found this that people struggle getting insurance. If it wasn't for guys like you, when you just trying to add collectibles, a lot of companies don't want to touch it. You know, they get scared, they've been burned. 
is how simple is it? Because people get, it, it becomes not as fun for people when they turn their collection into a business and they constantly have to update their, their spreadsheet for you. Is, is there, do you have to do a line item? Do you, you know, how do you require a listing? So if you get, if somebody gets a quarter million dollar policy, do you list every item over 50 bucks or is it, do you list every item that's over a thousand bucks? How do you do it to where it's not so cumbersome for people to want to do it, even though they should, um, insurance is important. You know, I just want to know, can you do it where you only list items a thousand and above or 10,000 above or 5,000 above or something like that? Correct. Yeah. Two key points there. One, homeowners policies by and large are not interested in covering these types of items. And if they do, it's certainly not to the current market value which is where we come in, we fill that gap. We require scheduling of individual items with individual values, 25,000 and above. That's so it. it. That's it. So any of those items, we do schedule those with a description, approximate value of the item. Items under 25,000 fall under our blanket coverage. So the payout wouldn't be greater than 25,000 on any of those items, but, um, but we, we would determine the market value of those as far as record keeping goes, look, the vast majority do not have receipts for when we acquired a certain item. Sure. Um, we do great. Uh, use nine times out of 10, we, we ask for a picture of those items and uh, we, we record that and file that. So it, it, some folks have an Excel sheet, um, others send us pictures, some send us both, but uh, those are, are, are the only support we require when issuing the policy. Hey, Bob, before we let you go, Talk about a deductible. Is there a deductible? Uh, there is not on our collector policy. We do have a $50 minimum claim payment. So we only enter claim requests greater than that, but it's not a deductible. You have a hundred dollar loss. We pay out a hundred dollars. Wow. Very cool. All right. So listen, bottom line here, viewers, listeners, uh, Hobbyist, yeah. Collective. I mean, it's it's a it's just it's a like it's jewelry. It's it's every. It's, it's a no brainer. You know, I mean, if you yeah. don't if you don't yeah. have insurance for your collection, right. you, Again, I say it all the time. You're playing with fire. Yeah. What is your website address, Bob? How can people get in touch with you guys? Uh, collectinsure.com, or simply Google collectibles insurance services, and we'll be right there at the top. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Thank you, Bob. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye now. Okay. Uh, hey. You know, Grady, I got a couple of questions for you. You know, I, I'm looking, I look at, at the, this hobby is changing in front of our eyes. It I mean, is. literally. What are your thoughts on that? Are, are you tentative? So are you, you excited? Are you scared? Uh, talk well, to why me. Why would I be scared? Well, okay, that's an exaggeration. You're like a therapist love, there for a moment. You, you never know what he's going to say. It's right. so awesome. It is. Yeah. You know what? I am scared <laughs> of the hobby. I am out of, I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> now, listen. All right, forget the question. So, just what are your thoughts? Okay, so here's my thoughts. I've always I'm a little scared too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared what's going to come out of his mouth. All right, we <laughs> answer the question. Listen, listen. I just did the Long Island show. Yeah, Hofstra. Okay, I have left that show at 1:30 on a Sunday because there's nobody in the room. I didn't get out of there till 5:30 this Sunday. Okay. Mm. The room was packed both days. Jimmy Ryan, a good friend, the promoter of the White Plains and the Hofstra shows, the you know, the New York shows. He told me it was his record attendance for any show he's ever done. Okay. That's including the East Coast National. So the Hofstra show had thousands of people coming through the doors and it was packed 
each day. Okay? But you know what's interesting, Derek? Let's go back 15 years ago. Uh, you know, I, I think I met you about then, you guys. And when you went to a show, there were auction houses yep. and there were car dealers. Right. Now yep. you go to a show, auction houses, car dealers, fractional buying companies, uh, 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 grading services, grading, grading services, services right. pack opening places. Yes. It's yes. just like exploded. It's not but just. But also, also, it's just the amount of people and the diversity in people. It used to be like you, people would argue it was an old white man hobby, yeah, right. like coins or something. And you'd see the same people, by the way. Yep. So would it, when I did a show, you'd see the same people. Right. Now, Drellick in Philly, he promotes an outstanding show in Philadelphia. Okay. Good the point. show is packed Friday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. There's so many more people. That's why every segment of the hobby is doing well. Right. I mean, it's just exploded, cards, Vintage cards, everything. I mean, you remember. Well, the other we, thing is, you know, you're even seeing dealers there that aren't necessarily totally linked to collecting because there's a captive audience there. There's a sports-minded, spending money audience there. So it's almost become like the collectibles version of a home show. You know exactly. what I mean? Where you get the guys selling mops, the guys selling houses, whatever. You know, it's a mix because it's an audience that, that's liquid. JM, you know? a younger crowd, the demographics going down also, right? You're seeing more younger kids there, young collectors. There's, you said JM. You I'm, mean no, no, I'm Derek. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. There are younger kids. There is every ethnicity. There yep. are more women coming to shows. Yep. There are more women collectors. It is literally all encompassing. And it that's is. what we've been waiting for because we have a cool hobby and everybody's it's a, a great hobby. Fan. Yep. I used to argue why weren't there more people collecting when you sell out stadiums and all these events, but people weren't collecting sports stuff. I didn't understand it. Comic Con. Look what how many people come to Comic Con exactly. all over the country. Yeah, you know, I was waiting for it to happen in sports, and we're there now. You know, we're talking about uh, young collectors. Yeah, and I want to bring somebody up right now that kind of accompanied me today, and this is a good example. And I'm not kidding; he's a good example of what this hobby is. This is my grandson, all right, Johnny. Put this on you, Johnny. Good name. You got a great name. Put his put his mic up, yeah, Johnny. How you doing, buddy? Right there. You good? How's it feel? So this go. Oh, over your ear. Yeah, see, that's, see, that's because he doesn't know what he's doing, John. He's only been in the business for a 1,000 years. 35 years. Can you talk okay? 35 years? Yeah, I can. <laughs> okay. So, Johnny, this is my grandson, Derek. This is a little Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Johnny, nice how old are you? Eight years old. Now, we got you into collecting, mm -hmm. right? And do you like collecting? Uh-huh. What are your four favorite cards? Well, my Barry Sanders, Peyton Manning... Michael Jordan and Tom Brady. Now, are any of That's your good. cards graded? Yes, I have three cards graded. What, what's graded? Um, my Barry Sanders, my rookie Peyton Manning, and my Barry Sanders. So, so you mean you? Uh, uh, oh wait, and my Troy Aikman. Your Troy Aikman. Yeah. So you have you have the rookie. You have the rookie. Um, who was it? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. You have a Michael Jordan. Yeah. You have a Tom Brady. What year is the Tom Brady? That's a 2000 Tom Brady, isn't it? Pretty old one. I think it is. Now, your cards are not graded, but you're learning. Mm -hmm. Do you like collecting? Yes, a lot. Right? 
And which, what is your favorite sport? And Derek, jump in anytime you want here, because I know you're on the same intellectual level. Um, I am. I am. No, it's kind I, of an I insult to, to Johnny here, but... <laughs> Are there? Do they have? Did they let you bring cards to school and trade them? Is there any little collector clubs in school? No, but I'm trying to make one. Yeah, see, okay. that, that's yeah. a great that's idea, awesome. Johnny. Johnny. A collector, a collector. Right. Yeah. Writing a letter to the principal. Now, Johnny, there was a rumor circulating. We have a few minutes that when Nano and Nano, I'm Italian. He calls me Nanu. When we were in Nanu. Florida. I like it. I'm going to use that. When we sure. were in Florida, there was a rumor <laughs> circulating that you and your father were up in my closet going through my collection. <laughs> was there anything of value? I mean, that's what I'd be Well, curious. I was looking for some 2020 or 2021 stuff. I couldn't find anything like that, so. <laughs> you know why? Because I have it hidden. <laughs> No, I, have, I do have some 1920 and 1920. I do have some cuts. I'm trying to get him. I'll tell you, Derek, I'm trying to get him to, you know, he's getting into the modern and ultra modern stuff. That's what he likes. Likes the sure. stuff from the 80s. But I want to get him to the vintage stuff slowly, right? The older stuff, right? Yeah. So, love it. <laughs> Wouldn't you love it. ask and, you what my favorite And some of the books you've done, hopefully, you know, very, a lot of pictures in them, right? Showing the cards, the 52s and. All those, you know, I, I think those are great resources for him to look at. And, and you know, a lot of people love even, you know, here's the thing. Even when I put out the display cases, I think there's a 3X multiple of people, even my age in the 50s, yeah. 51, looking at the modern cards. People like to collect people that are currently playing. So even the 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds are looking in the modern case a lot. But the older cards are just such, if you love history, there's so, such great artwork and stuff with the older cards. So I think it's valuable that he looks back at some of those. It's very cool, too. I can't and believe he's he's he plays club. multiple sports. Yeah, he's a good athlete. Baseball, football, basketball. Bringing a Tito a six card into school. I mean, they're not even, that is so cool, even if it's a common. I know. It cards. seems like with the cards, start... you like football. You have eight Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Manning. What? You, you like football? What's your what's, your, what's your, your 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 first love for cards? Football or basketball? Football. Yeah. And, and you like basketball or, or baseball? What do you like better? Um, are we cards? Yeah. Um, basketball. You do like basketball. Now, do you like the modern basketball players, or do you like the guys like Larry Bird and? Uh, yeah, I like those. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any any? You don't have any modern basketball players, do you? Yet. No. Like uh, Jason Tatum no. or. Yeah, I'm, that might be I have, next. I have like a bunch of old players, yeah. like like Larry, Michael Jordan, Magic, Magic. That's a good era. That's yeah. Those that's are a great era. Those are good yeah. Guys. yeah, that's a great yeah. era. You can, you can hang with us for a little while. Yeah, just, hang in. just don't overstep your boundaries, or else, <laughs> <laughs> or else uh, I won't take any Mickey D's after the show. Nothing is too good for him. <laughs> Big spending, Nanu. <laughs> yeah, Nanu is yeah, pulling out that wallet. All right, listen. I, I give away real quickly here, Johnny. You can pick out because we got about two minutes left. No, no, little John, oh, not little. you. Johnny, you're going to pick one, <laughs> one out. Just, Just my one. gig. Don't look. <laughs> yeah. Give, it, give, give it to Big John. What do we got? What do we got? We have Greg Schidler. Greg Schidler. Greg Schidler. Greg Schidler gets the Rico Petroselli signed. Oh, this is a good act. No, that's a great one. Look at that. You Look get the signed picture. You know how stance. it works, Greg. Email us, text us, Greg message Schindler. us. If we don't hear from you in a week, you're out. 
Derek, as always, man, you know how much you mean to us. Uh, we love well, having you. you on the show. You bring so much. We get all kinds of comments. People love you. They think you're a whack job like us, <laughs> which is great. I try. <laughs> I try. Uh, why don't you give so, us your website before you leave? Yeah, ha.com. Go to the sports department. There's also, you know, 35 other departments that are amazing. Right. But we always have weekly auctions, monthly auctions, our catalog auctions. You will... Find every collectible from every price range in our sports auctions, ha.com. Um, go to sports department. And guess what, Johnny? When we go to the Boston show, you're going to go with, and you're going to meet Derek at the Boston show. He's famous. He is so famous. You're oh, going to meet come him. On. He's famous now. Yeah, You're now he's famous. Now. All right, guys. Johnny, great right. job. Good job, buddy. <laughs> and to our viewers and listeners, we love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Chrissy and David, as always, a great job. And with that being said, happy collecting. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.